Welcome to Spiritually Guided, a podcast where we discuss all things spirituality, the human experience, intuition, psychic development, spirit guides, energy, and so much more goodness. I'm your host, Carla Myra, psychic and psychic development mentor, and I'm really happy that you are here with me today. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Hey you guys, happy Poetry Month! So in case you didn't know, April is Poetry Month and I love that because I'm someone who really loves creative expression through writing. I enjoy doing it and I think it's really beautiful when I read pieces of work and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that person fucking is so amazing. The way they were able to express this or convey this emotion, feeling, situation, whatever it may be in this way. I'm like a fan of that. Um... So anyways, so I got a couple of um, really cool poetry books from the library and I don't remember the names of two of them because I don't have them here with me. They're like in another room. But one of them is like um, a Middle East poetry book, which I'm really excited to dive into. I know that it's so easy to stay in our own world and in our own like mindset and perspective and all of that and especially if the news only shows you certain countries or a certain way to view a country then like that's all we really know and so I think you know it's up to us to really take the next step and learn from other cultures and countries because it can be very beautiful but also very educational and I think it leads to a lot of empathy and understanding and we start to really realize that like there's so much more that we have have in common with fellow people than we realize. Um, anyway, so I'm excited about that one. And then I also got like a witchy poetry book that I'm excited about. Um, it's like witchy, empowerment, that kind of stuff. I don't have the names of those two, like I said, with me, but I will make sure to put those in the show notes for you guys so you can reference them. And then thirdly, I have this poetry book called Homebody. And it's by Ruby Kaur. She's also the author of Milk and Honey, which I've seen people post and share a lot online. I've never read it, but I definitely want to check it out. Um, But anyways, Homebody is the first poetry work of hers that I've read. And I'm really, really liking it. And so today I want to read a poem from this book with you guys because it's like a really powerful message. The poem is called Productivity Anxiety and I feel like it's something that like I really relate to. There are some lines and um, stanzas in there that I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes, that is so me. Like definitely relate, especially as the eldest child of immigrant parents. I haven't felt like the luxury of like that I can't go full force after my dreams or work towards better. And I'm sure those of you who are also children of immigrant parents can like resonate like our parents sacrificed so much. And yes, it is a luxury that I am able to go after my dreams. But at the same time, there's a feeling of like, well, of course you have to like your parents didn't give up like so much for nothing. So anyways, I feel like because of that. Um, I found this poem to be something I resonate with and I felt like this is also a message many of you needed to hear so I hope that you enjoy 
So I'm going to read it and then I'm going to dive a little bit into it. Um, kind of how I've been feeling and maybe you guys feel the same way and maybe you resonate with how I've been resonating with the poem. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Productivity Anxiety by Rupi Kaur. I have this productivity anxiety that everyone else is working harder than me and I'm going to be left behind because I'm not working fast enough, long enough, and I'm wasting my time. I don't sit down to have breakfast. I take it to go. I call my mother when I'm free. Otherwise, it takes too long to have a conversation. I put off everything that won't bring me closer to my dreams, as if the things I'm putting off are not the dreams themselves. Isn't the dream that I have a mother to call and a table to eat breakfast at? Instead, I'm lost in the sick need to optimize every hour of my day, so I'm improving in some way, making money in some way, advancing my career in some way, because that's what, I, what it takes to be successful, right? I excavate my life, package it up, sell it to the world, and when they ask for more, I dig through bones trying to write poems. Capitalism got inside my head and made me think my only value is how much I produce for people to consume. Capitalism got inside my head and made me think I am of worth as long as I am working. I learned impatience from it. I learned self-doubt from it. Learned to plant seeds in the ground and expect flowers the next day. But magic doesn't work like that. Magic doesn't happen because I've figured out how to pack more, more work in a day. Magic moves by the laws of nature, and nature has its own clock. Magic happens when we play, when we escape, daydream and imagine. That's where everything with the power to fulfill us is waiting on its knees for us. Productivity, anxiety. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good. Um, it's so powerful, and I would really love to know like how you guys resonated with it, so make sure connect with me online um, my instagram and my tiktok are both at carla k-a-r-l-a dot myra m-y-r-a um okay so let's dive into it a little bit and i know this is different than other podcast episodes i've done but at the same time i feel like it fits in in the podcast show itself because we are humans and we are souls and as such we are dealing and navigating with anxiety and how we maneuver through the world and there is so much to it and I just feel like it's I don't know I'm a, I'm really a big fan of this poem um okay so let me start off with um this stanza right here or these lines really I'm not working fast enough long enough and I'm wasting my time and this is something that I've struggled with and I've consciously like paused. I've had to pause and consciously work to shift this. I always felt like I had to be working or doing something productive, like learning a new skill set that would help me financially somehow. And like, honestly, even if I wanted to do something for fun, like let's say a hobby, my brain always went to like, okay, well, how could I make money off of this? I had this feeling that if I wasn't doing something that would help me improve my financial situation, then I was like wasting my time. And it's been like a big thing to 
have to work through and I know where a lot of it comes from like in the dynamics of my family and how I grew up so I know that there is like influence there that I've like carried with me and I've had to really like be like no it's okay Carla like you can just chill on a Saturday or on a Sunday and not feel like you always have to be working but even now um it's still something like I said I consciously have to be like okay it's okay like you are enjoying your life and you don't always have to be working and you're not wasting your time if you're not working okay um here's another line that I really really love uh, a couple lines I put off everything that won't bring me closer to my dreams as if the things I'm putting off are not the dreams themselves isn't the dream that I have a mother to call and a table to eat breakfast at And I have to say, like, this really hit me so hard because, like, my dreams for the financial freedom that I mentioned earlier is so that I can support my family and be there for my family and um, enjoy meals with them and, like, spend good quality time with them and laugh and be in their company and feel good knowing that they are safe. But recently, I've had this epiphany, and I think that's why I really loved these these couple of lines because um it really like hit me even harder. Is that even though I want all of that, and part of the reason that I work so hard is for all of that, or like a big part of it, um, that doesn't mean that I need to postpone meeting up with my family now to have dinners with them, or that doesn't mean I can't call them more often, like. There's no reason to wait until I've met all my financial goals before I'm able to spend that quality time with them. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I, I you know, I get this feeling of like, um, oh, wow, I'm never going to experience this exact life again with these exact family members and these exact dynamics and everything. And because of that, It makes me really treasure my family because I love them so much and I realize that I want to enjoy the most that I can with them because this might be the only life exactly like this that I have with them. And it's beautiful like and I'm like getting teary eyed but it's like you know I love my family so much and I want so much for them and I I And to know that like once we all pass away from this body, we might reincarnate in another way. And that way might also be beautiful. But we might not all be, you know, like I might not have my same siblings that I have or my same parents. Or if I do, one of them might be like an uncle or whatever it may be, you know, but it's not going to be the way that it is now. And I when I really think about that, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like even more reason to treasure my family now and even more reason to like go spend time with them go have dinners with them like engage more in um messages or calls and things like that i'm never gonna have this exact life mexican immigrant parents first generation you know um being blessed the way that we have been and yet experiencing the hardships that we've gone through as well. It's never going to be the same exact thing. Um, And I think there's something magical about that, of course, and able to experience so much um, as a soul, but also something to really consider when you think like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to take this for granted. I want to be in the moment with my family now. And so that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to spend more time with my family. And so 
I think like just the lines of the whole as if the dreams I'm putting off are not the dreams themselves just like really solidifies that for me and it really helps shift my perspective even more. You can have both. You can like do what you need to do to focus on your goals and make time to embrace the opportunities and the moments that you have with your family and that's really where I've been feeling. Okay, so then another um, line that I really liked was, so I'm improving in some way, making money in some way, advancing my career in some way. And I've already like touched on this, right? Like, um, I felt like I always had to be doing something, but like, it really was such a big part of my life. I felt like if I read books, I only wanted to read personal development books so I could improve in that way. And for a good part, that's all that really caught my attention. So I never really like thought anything of it. But then there came a point where I'm like, I'm reading so many of these books. I want to just read books that I've enjoyed for fun. And the last two years or so, I've really worked to make a change. Like I went back and read the whole Suki Stackhouse series, which is so good. And I highly recommend it. Really, really fun series. There's like 13 books but they go by so freaking fast and it has vampires and werewolves and fairies and magic and all of that good stuff. So check it out um, if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff. Um, Okay, yeah, but so I felt that. I also, like I said, always felt like I had to be making money. Like I couldn't enjoy a hobby without thinking how I could make money from it or I felt for the longest time like I should take up some part-time job on the weekends. Um, Or even now, like honestly, sometimes like now that I'm like, good where I am in life and in my career and I feel really good about where I am there's still moments where I'm like but how can I make more and how can I make more and I also am though the kind of person who's like realistic and I know that like there are goals that I have and there is effort that I have to put in like it's not all just let me lay on the hammock and think like good thoughts like no it's a combination of the energy that you put out and then the energy within um okay so those are like some of the main lines I wanted to go over I didn't want to make this episode super long but I just wanted to touch on that and then oh my gosh I feel like I've exposed so much of myself in this podcast episode honestly um but I'm okay with that because I know that there are people uh, there's gonna be those of you who like do resonate and hopefully it doesn't make you feel so alone um okay there are also a couple more poems in in her book that kind of fit this theme. So I wanted to share those with you guys as well. And some of these, by the way, don't have names. So um, just FYI, like if you're wondering, well, what's that one called? Like literally no title. Okay, so this one says, I thought my brown immigrant body should always work harder than everyone else in the room because that's what made me valuable. I mean, if you're immigrant, an immigrant and if you're brown, you totally know where this is coming from. Okay, here's another poem. Happiness grew old waiting for me. And I grew old searching for happiness in places it did not live. I fucking love this poem, especially like the happiness grew old waiting for me. Like, oftentimes we're searching for happiness and searching and searching for it in places that like, we may already know really don't bring us happiness but we stay in that place or we like put up blinders and we're like well if I don't really look at it or if I squint my eyes like it's okay that type of thing um whether that's your career your place of work relationships etc so I think this is like 
a really powerful poem. Okay, here's another one. Our souls will not be soothed by what we achieve, how we look, or all the hard hard work we do. Even if we managed to make all the money in the world, we'd be left feeling empty for something. Our souls ache for community. Our deepest being craves one another. We need to be connected to feel alive. And like, seriously, this was how I was feeling during the whole COVID lockdown days. Like, I'm someone who loves my, my alone time. I enjoy being at home, like chilling, relaxing, etc. But even me, like after a while, I was really struggling and I was really feeling that connection um, with other humans. And I think this is something so true, especially because like, you know, the life inside of us wants to connect with the life inside of others. And uh, I think that is such a necessary thing as human beings, even for those of us who are more like solitary and we enjoy that. I still think there is something to be said about wanting to feel connected with with other people okay here's another poem that i think is really beautiful and it's a really great way to wrap up this podcast episode and it goes like this today i saw myself for the first time when i dusted off the mirror of my mind and the woman looking back took my breath away Who was this beautiful beastling, this extracelestial earthling? I touched my face and my reflection, touched the woman of my dreams, all her gorgeous smirking back at me. My knees surrendered to the earth as I wept and sighed at how I'd gone my whole life being myself, but not seeing myself. Spent decades living inside my body, never left it once yet managed to miss all its miracles. Isn't it funny how you can occupy a space without being in touch with it? How it took so long for me to open the eyes of my eyes, embrace the heart of my heart, kiss the soles of my swollen feet, and hear them whisper, thank you, thank you, thank you for noticing. Oh, that is such a fucking beautiful poem and I feel like it brings so much emotion and I hope you enjoy. Let me know your thoughts. And then also one thing that I would love to ask from you guys, if you've been enjoying um, my podcast show or even this podcast episode, you're a fan, you like it, you benefit from it, whatever it may be, I would really, really appreciate it if you took the time to give my podcast a review whether that's on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen, you are listening from, I would really agree. I would greatly appreciate it. And it would mean so much to me, especially because I know that it would help this to reach more people and more people could benefit from this as well. So it's like a full circle thing. Um, okay. Again, this poetry book is called Homebody by Ruby Kaur. If you're interested in checking it out, And then I'm also going to put in the show notes the names of the other poetry books that I mentioned. So make sure and check those out. And I hope that you guys enjoy. And I will talk to you guys later.